Hey y'all and welcome back to Faith and Friends. I am so excited that you're here today. Oh, this podcast is all about scripture, stories, and songs. And I'm your host, Georgia Brown. And today we are here with our sister, sweet Hannah. And I love her so much. You may know her on Instagram and all the things as Passion to Proclaim. And let me tell you, she sure has a beautiful passion in her heart that I can't wait for you to see. She is so authentic. When I think of Hannah, I just, the word that was coming to my mind when I was getting ready this morning was authenticity. And then here she is in her sunshine yellow, and I couldn't be happier. So Hannah, thank you for coming and hanging out. Thank you so much for having me, Georgia. Um, It's so weird because I've always been a longtime listener of Faith and Friends, and now being a guest on the podcast, this is just so amazing. Thank you for having me. I am so honored. I literally could start crying. Keep it together. Keep it together. (laughs) You are so amazing and authentic. And I love that we got to meet in person last fall. And I never knew the beauty that would come just from like one encounter with you. Mm -hmm. But meeting you once has really like impacted my life. And following you on Instagram and all that you do, like... Everyone needs you in their life. And so I, I'm just glad that we're hanging out on Faith and Friends so all of the friends can get to know you because you are so real. And I thank you for chasing Jesus because I'm inspired. Thank you so much. Likewise, like I'm so inspired by you Girl. and your ability to walk in your calling of just making Jesus known and doing this podcast and doing Bible studies online and praying for people. Um, Your servant heart is so evident in everything that you do. And I I just love you, Georgia. I love you too. Oh my goodness. This is going to be a fun time. Yes. Literally before we even pressed like record, we have been sitting here on the couch for like a couple hours (laughs) just sipping water and just like talking about the goodness of the Lord and everything. And Man, I'm just really excited for this for this conversation yes. because it's just it's just amazing how good the Lord is and what he's brought you through and I'm yeah. really excited to talk about it because we officially met last August October? Um I think it was. I think so, yeah. But we kind of met before that. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So, do you want to tell him or you want me to tell him? How about you tell them and I'll interject okay. when I get excited. Okay, then. okay. So Georgia and I, I actually, like, we ran into each other at a coffee shop. I was here in Murfreesboro, and I was just visiting the coffee shops, you know, and I saw this girl with the prettiest red hair reading her Bible, and I was like, oh, my goodness, I have to go up to her. So I walked up to Georgia, and I was like, Wow. I love your Bible, and I love that you're reading your Bible. And then when I got home, there was like her account was on my page, like requested to follow, and I clicked follow so quick, <laughs> so so quick. And I've been following ever since. And then we got to meet in October at yeah. the conference, and here we are now, real life friends, <laughs> real life friends. We're going to a concert in a couple months together. Yes. <laughs> like, like, oh, God is so cool with these friendships. And yeah. so just keep planting seeds. And whenever you see someone being bold in their faith, like 
Hannah coming up to me, like that meant the world. And I told her, I was like, that's rare for me to go sit at a coffee <laughs> shop because usually I just was at my house or in my dorm or, you know, but man, right where you are is right where you're supposed to be in, in these yes. moments. Like it's crazy. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, and so how have you been? Like, what has this past season looked like for you? Because I know last time when we were in person, it's the Lord's done a lot since then. Oh my goodness. Yes. So the last time I saw Georgia, I was actually going through a serious spiritual battle. Um, just facing a lot of different things within my family, Mm. facing a lot of different physical spiritual attacks. And that's something that I had never personally experienced before. So just walking through that, I was learning how to navigate it and discern like what is of good versus what is of evil. And since then, like the Lord has just done such a move in my heart, like (laughs) such a, such a move. Um, but since then I've kind of just been focusing on the blog, writing a lot of different stuff to connect with others, um, growing in my faith. I've took a lot of time off of social media with like randomly take like three weeks off at a time. Yeah. And I love doing that because you can truly be hidden with the Lord in that time. And then you're better able and better equipped to go out and pour into others. So that's something that I've really been doing within the past, you know, Mm -hmm. season. Season. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of growth has happened. That's good. A lot yeah. of pruning? Yes. Is that growth? Is there yes. some pruning? Absolutely. Wow. Okay, so when you do these social media breaks, do you ever like, like be like, hey guys, I'm taking a break, or do you just do it? What does that look like for you? Um, It really depends on the season and the cause of why I'm taking a social media leave. Um, usually, I don't mm-hmm. post about it, but every now and then I will. I think there's just something really sweet about not feeling like you have to announce that you're going to spend time with the Lord, but instead just returning with a full heart and being able to share that with others. I think that's just so sweet. Yeah. I'm right there with you. I think there's something so beautiful about you don't, you don't owe anybody anything. Yeah. Like you don't have to, like you can just do it. Mm -hmm. And I love that because that's what Jesus did. He would be with his people. He would be with the disciples and then he would go off and be alone with his father. And, you know, I don't know if he was like, hey, guys, I'll be back in five days. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I wonder if they were just like, where's Jesus? <laughs> like, where did Jesus go? Like, <laughs> they were probably used to it. Yeah. Like. They probably were. Probably. <laughs> They're like, oh, he's gone again. <laughs> but I wonder what it was like that, like, right after he would return. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I bet it inspired them to go spend time with the Lord. Yeah. That's such an interesting thought. That is. Uh, I've never thought about that before. That's cool. That is cool. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. So let's talk about social media for a minute. So you take these breaks. I do that too. I have some boundaries. I don't get on social media on Sunday. Mm-hmm. I have a Sabbath. And honestly, like it's helped me with just pouring out because mm-hmm. I have a day where it's like, I don't have to tell anyone where I am. Like, yeah. I don't have to feel like I have to share. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Do you yeah. ever feel like everyone's like, oh, I'm doing this cool thing. I need to share it. Like, I think there's something so beautiful about just living, like just live. Mm-hmm. And so what other things have you noticed with social media to help 
just better navigate it because it's such a big part of our culture. Like we can't really avoid it, but how can we best steward it? So personally for me, going back to what you mentioned about pruning, Mm -hmm. I think it's important for us to press into pruning within our everyday lives. And for a lot of us, social media is a part of our everyday lives. Therefore, we need to be actively pruning social media, like allowing the Holy Spirit to guide us in who we should follow Mm. and who we should unfollow and things of that nature. So for me personally, I take a lot of time to just sit in discernment and prayer over who I should be following, who I should allow to encourage me. Mm. Because just like in real life, um, the people we surround ourselves with is more important than we think. Like the people we're surrounded by have so much impact on us. And the same really applies to social media. So what we see on our screen is going to impact us and it can either impact us in a negative or positive way. Mm -hmm. And so for the listeners, I would really just encourage you guys to be praying over who you're following and test everything with scripture because Mm -hmm. that's what we're called to do. And so, yeah, basically my top recommendation would just be to actively discern, you know? Yes, I agree, because I think even for me, sometimes I'll be like, oh, like, they love Jesus. I love Jesus. Let's follow them. Like, oh, cute content, stuff like that. It's fun. Everything's great. But, you know, it, it's more than that. Yeah. It's so much more so much. than a cute picture, a great filter, or, you know, a like a caption. Like, yeah. Like, see the fruit. And that's something, like, Scripture tells us is we're allowed to judge fruit. Mm-hmm. And so look at the fruit that that these people are bearing and man, I I don't think I do that enough. And I'm really proud of you for doing that. And that really inspires me, but it's something that is also, I think maybe I've avoided because it's hard. It is very hard. Like, like how do you say to someone, Hey, like, like people notice that you unfollow them. Yeah. Like they they have those apps and stuff or Mm -hmm. they just, they'll go to your account and they'll see that you're not following whatever it's social media. Like maybe, you know, this is, we're making a little bit bigger a deal than it is because I know it's just a button, but this is where we are in culture. Like, this is how we connect with people. Absolutely, yeah. And so it's hard. So, like, if you unfollow someone, not if, you have, when you unfollow someone, what does that look like? Has Have people reached out? What do you have to say? Um, How's your heart? Yeah, so there have been a few people reach out. And the thing is, is, like, we really do put so much pressure on a button that yeah. it's it's ridiculous it in ridiculous. a sense. Yeah. Um, but people have reached out to me asking, hey, I noticed you unfollowed. Is there a reason? And there's always a reason. <laughs> so my finger slipped. <laughs> so I just honestly try to gently correct them, provide them with scripture. And if there's anything that I've noticed that they've posted that has been out of line with the true gospel, again, test it with scripture. And if they reach out to me or if they don't, I want to be someone who is an advocate for the raw, real truth of Jesus, you know? Yes. So 
I want to go out of my way and I want to encourage and be a friend. I don't want to condemn them by any means, but just reach out and gently encourage them, but also inform them of why you felt led, you know? Mm -hmm. It's something you definitely have to be careful with, but in my experiences, everything has went really well. Praise God. Absolutely. You know, because... I'm not unfollowing because I don't love you. Mm. I want to love you from a distance and so that we can, heart. yes, so that we can both grow and learn and nourish our souls in the word of God, you know? Absolutely. And, and so, okay, what if you're like, okay, I'm with you, Hannah. Like, I agree. Yes. But what do I need to be looking for? Because it all seems good because <laughs> that's what a lot of social media is. It's our highlight reels of like everything just seems great. Like, you know, they're, they're posting pictures of their Bible. Like, mm-hmm. like what should we be discerning in our little minds and our hearts going wah, wah, wah. alarms? For me personally, the major thing I look at is captions, of mm-hmm. course. And I want to take the time to read what these people have to say and how they are going about proclaiming the gospel. And if I notice things that are more toward just like promoting culturistic things and not really, again, the truth, then that's something that I will unfollow a person for. Does that make sense? Yeah. Just really discerning words. That's good. Words have so much impact. Mm-hmm. Girl, take us to uh, James. Okay. I got uh, you, girl. I love some James. We got, we got our Bibles. I hope you got your Bible. <laughs> if you have your Bible, um, you should totally like highlight these things. Oh, we, we just love the Word we of God. We do. We do. Hannah was telling me that like she... Can she was like, Are you a reader? And I was like, Yeah, I love to read. And she's like, Yeah, I love to read the Bible, but man, when I try to read anything else, <laughs> it's really hard for me. And I was like, That's a good problem to have. <laughs> like, that's amazing. It is. It is a great problem to have. But you know, sometimes it's good to have other theological sources. Readers are leaders. Absolutely. Yes, ma'am. Absolutely. So the book of James, I love, and I saw that you even posted about this the other week and you were like, I'm so convicted. You're like, this is, the tongue is so daggum hard. Yes. Me too. It's so hard. It is. It Mm. is. And so James talks all about that. He was the half brother of Jesus and he didn't even, you know, really believe Jesus until, you know, after he rose again. And now James is writing this amazing book that the Holy Spirit wrote through him. And it's amazing, isn't it? Yes. It's like one of my favorites, like honestly. This is one of my go-tos. Every time I feel like I need a humbling of heart, I go to the book of James. We love him. So sister, will you share with us the verse where it talks about the tongue? Yes. Do you know what exact verse? Is it James 1? No. The timing of the tongue is in chapter 3. See, this is why I need my sister to help me. <laughs> tell me. Tell me about the tongue. Okay. So James 3 verses 1 and 2 says, Not many of you should become teachers, my brothers, for you know that we who teach will be judged with greater strictness. So here, not all people are called to, in the same way, not yeah. all people are called to be 
leaders on social media. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yeah, it does. Um, for we all stumble in many ways, and if anyone does not stumble in what he says, he is a perfect man, able also to brittle his whole body. And then it goes on to talk about, let's see. Is it in three where it says the power of the tongue has life and death? Um, Life (laughs) and death is in power of the tongue. And that's like, whenever I think of James, that's the verse I think of. Really? Yeah. What's, what do you think of? Oh my goodness. I think of so many things. When I think of the book of James, I think about being a doer. Mm. Not just a hearer, but a doer. Amen. <laughs> Amen. I have so many thoughts on that. Yes, it's so good. And that's something when you think about social media. Are we just going to be a hearer or are we going to be a doer? Also, are we going to post about it or are we actually going to do it? Yes. Like, are you posting a picture of this and not opening it up? Mm. That's so good. So good. Go on, sister. Preach. Um, Preach it. I forgot what I was going to say, Georgia. That's okay. <laughs> we were talking about James and the power of life and death are in the tongue and how in captions, that is what you look at, is you look at that fruit. Fruit, are they speaking life? Which is so good. And I think for me, I have had to unfollow people because of comparison. Yes, me too. And man, I think a lot of this conviction came with the podcast episode with Rachel, with Coffee with Rach. She talked a lot about social media and boundaries. And I did have one message from a girl. I unfollowed her because she was posting in skimpy clothes and I was really struggling with um, like body image. Yeah. And so I really had to, I had to unfollow her because my heart was hurting mm-hmm. and it wasn't her. Like, like I'm praying for you, sister. You do you. Yeah. But it's not about you. It really was about my heart posture. And mm-hmm. so God's word tells us to guard our heart above all else because like that thing is precious. Like yeah. you have to put on the breastplate of righteousness. And so, yeah, she messaged me and she was like, why'd you involve me? Like we were friends, like we had a class together in college. Mm-hmm. And, and I was like, sister, honestly, it's just me. I've been struggling with comparison and I just had to, to guard my heart. And I don't think she responded, but you know, we got to be honest with people when they ask. We really do. Yeah. Absolutely. That's so good. I I agree. And I'm just really grateful because it's hard, but we, we can do this walk together. And so you unfollow people on the social medias, mm-hmm. little pruning, which is good. It is good. And I'm really grateful that you're saying all this because that's something that I'm going to do. I'm going to sit down and be prayerful and discern. Where is the Lord leading? Who am I letting speak into my life? Yes. And so, yeah, that doesn't need to be everybody and their mother. Mm -mm. We can't have the voices of the world saying all that. And I think something that I've really been learning is this needs to be my first and most. Yes. My Bible needs to be my first and my most and my go-to. And I got to tell you, Hannah, back in the spring, I didn't realize how many supplementary things I was clinging to. Mm-hmm. I was really clinging to Bible studies and devotionals and all these fun things where, yes, God's word is in them. And, they, you know, there's a verse of the day. I get all that stuff. But I was leaning on that more than the word of God. Mm-hmm. And I got really convicted. And so I got to tell you, sister, I dropped everything. 
I didn't do a Bible study. I didn't do a devotional. I didn't do anything for like this whole summer. Like I haven't, I've only been reading God's word. That is so good. That's where we need to be at. I've had a bunch of girls reach out to me and ask, do you have any devotional suggestions? I'm like, strictly the word of God. (laughs) Just get in the word. We don't need all of these extra supplements when the word of God alone is what satisfies our souls. And while, yes, it's great that we have all of these other things that can benefit us in our faith, if we're not firmly standing upon the word, what good is it? You know? Yeah. It's it's so crucial for us to be constantly diving and active in the word. Mm. So to the sister that does reach out and is like, hey, I'm, I don't know where to start. Like, I just, a devotional would give me some guidance. Like, what book of the Bible should I start with if I shouldn't go to these other resources? What would you suggest? I always suggest the book of John because it's my favorite gospel. Yeah. But I do recommend, like, starting with all of the gospels. Yeah. Read all of them through. And from there, maybe go to Genesis to read about the creation. I remember the first time I read Genesis. No way. And actually understood everything, Mm. like, to the full intent, you know? Yeah. And it's like... Pictures were just jumping off the page in front of me as I was reading it. It was such a surreal experience. But yeah, definitely recommend going to the creation story. And then from there, honestly, read it all. Right. (laughs) Read it all. Like we need to understand this thing. Yes. I think a lot of us put so much pressure on specific books. Like, oh, we're just going to read this one. Or we like divert and ignore certain books like revelation right it's so important for us to know all of god's word yeah we need to be informed and we don't need to be afraid of anything Mm -mm. and i think maybe people stay away from the book of revelation because you know it's it's scary quote-unquote but as christians and believers we have nothing to be afraid no we are literally saved by the blood of jesus and as that flows through your veins, nothing can harm you. Psalm 91, mm. y'all. Although a 10,000 fall at the side, nothing will come near your tent. Like, Ugh. it's amazing. It is. Like, God's word has an answer to everything. And that's why even Hannah and I were talking about people ask our people's opinion all the time. In the day and age that we're living in, everyone has an opinion. Oh, yes. And it's like, okay... As Christ followers, our opinion doesn't matter. Our old self has died. In Christ, we are a new creation. Romans 6, 23. I think that's correct. (laughs) (laughs) She looks at me and she's like, "Hmm." I'm like, yes. Oh, it is. Okay. Romans 6, 23. This is what I read this morning, y'all. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of death. God is eternal life in Christ Jesus, our Lord. It's a mm. gift and it's free and it's for you and for me. I didn't mean to rhyme, but that's that's <laughs> the truth. Like truly we deserve death, but in him we are new. Yeah. And so we have nothing to be afraid of. So we need to know him in the fullness and we don't need to pick and choose because we were talking about this, that verse in Hebrews. Yes. Can we talk about that? Because 
friends, we cannot be bottle fed. And we're just going to talk about this. And I just want you to know how loved and valued you are and how much we care for you because, you know, when you're an infant and when you're a child, like you're just bottle fed and there's so much nutrients from, you know, your mother's milk and from just weaning you into, you know, real solid food. And it's a journey and a process, but we are still like, we're not bottle fed now. No. Like, girl, I enjoy a steak and potatoes. Me too. Maybe some fried <laughs> chicken and some Cracker Barrel. <laughs> oh, 100%. And like, breakfast is my favorite meal of the day. <laughs> what about you? What's your favorite? Oh, I love steak. Girl. Love steak. Girl, us country Tennessee girls. Oh, yes. <laughs> so like, there are, and here's the thing. Those are good things. Mm-hmm. And it's all nourishment and it sustains us. And... <laughs> We would be missing out if we didn't walk in the fullness of the good. Imagine food. drinking milk twenty four seven. That's all you get. Girl, I'm lactose intolerant. I literally, <laughs> I cannot imagine. Uh, oh, that is too like, funny. Can, like, can you imagine drinking milk just all the time? No, no. <laughs> right? There's what sustenance comes from that. And I feel like maybe when I was in high school, mm-hmm. my milk, quote unquote was knowing two or three Bible verses, clinging to those, and that's all I knew. I was the exact same way. It was more so having an emotion, looking up a verse that related to that emotion, and having no contextual understanding. understanding. No. And it was just all about me. Mm-hmm. It was all about how can I do this for me? I need an answer. I have a wound. I have something. What's a band-aid verse that will help me mm-hmm. instead of accepting the full gospel? Because that's so much better. Because I'm, you know, Philippians 4.13, John 3.16, like this is all good stuff. Yeah. But when you understand the depth of the Father's love. It's literally life-changing. It is life-changing. And, and it's available every day. And so, do you have this verse? I do have this verse. I'd love for you to read it for us. Okay. It's Hebrews 5, verses 14. No, sorry, 12 and 13. It says, For though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you again the basic principles of the oracles of God. You need milk, not solid food. For everyone who lives on milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness since he is a child but solid food is for the mature 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 for those who have their powers of discernment trained by constant practice to distinguish between good and evil discernment that is so full circle we've been talking about all this (laughs) to discern good and evil and i know like there's a lot of gray quote unquote, Mm -hmm. but it truly comes down to light versus dark, good versus evil, what is right and what is wrong. Yeah. And we don't need to be walking the line. We need to walk in the light. Yes. And that is so good. That is so good. What did you get from that? Oh, I read it. So much. So much. So much. Okay. Okay. So let's see. Um, This is so fun. This is so fun. Okay. So it literally points out the one who drinks of milk is unskilled. 
So when we're continually bottle fed, we're, there's no growth happening there, you know? And when you're bottle fed, someone's feeding you. Yes. You can't even feed yourself. No. And wow. you definitely can't feed others. That's so good. It's not even solid. Mm-mm. Mm. But the solid food provides a means of being able to discern, to being able to help others discern, to walk in the light. That is just so good. To be a leader. Yeah. Because God's called us to be leaders and to love our people. But when we can't even love and take care of ourselves and let Him love us, we're bottle fed and we can't even... What was the word? Mature. <laughs> I love that word. <laughs> oh, this is so good. So good. <laughs> okay, we're gonna start over. Got Twenty-nine minutes. <laughs> oh my goodness! How good was that verse? That was so good. <laughs> that verse is timely. Oh my! Very word. much. <laughs> oh, I love God's word. Okay, so we gotta be. Not bottle fed. We need to wean off the bottle. Mm-hmm. And I just remember growing in my faith through college and really wanting this to be my own. And I guess it really did come down to maturity. I had to be the one to say, this is my faith. This is not mom and dad's faith anymore. Yeah. I'm not going to stand before the father one day with mom and dad. Mm-hmm. It's going to be me before my maker. And... He's either going to say, well done, good and faithful servant, or depart from me. I did not know you. And how I know that is it's in here. And so we need to know these things. And so, girl, tell me some things. How, how would you wean off the bottle? What was your story of growing in intimacy with the Lord? Okay, so... I actually recently wrote a blog about this. Hey, Queen. She's such a good writer. Oh, thank you. Um, The blog was called, I believe it was called, Lukewarm Walking Into the Everlasting Life or something like that. Mm. But basically, the Lord revealed to me my lukewarmness, or we could say I was being bottle-fed, you know. Um, But He revealed my lukewarmness to me when I was a senior in high school. Mm. And I'd spent my whole entire life growing up in and out of the church. Um, I couldn't have told you the names of the 12 disciples if my life depended on it. I was very, very uneducated. Um, I didn't know much about the ministry of Jesus. I knew that Jesus had came and died for our sins. That was the extent of that. But in high school, I just felt so led to explore the depths of the gospel. And at first, I was very immature in my faith. But like this verse says, the more that we depend on solid food and consume solid food, the more we grow in maturity and the more we're able to discern and the more, the better equipped we are to just guide and lead others. So for me, what that looked like was sitting down, Hmm. making a list. I'm a list person. (laughs) Me too. I made a list of areas in my life where I felt like I was more so leading myself than allowing the Lord to lead me. Yeah. And I just began praying, Georgia, 
I began just bowing in reverence, asking the Lord to guide me, asking him to make my heart of stone into a heart of flesh Mm. so that he could just mold me. And he did. That's the beauty of it all is he did. Ask and receive. (laughs) And so from there, I just really started learning how to delight in scripture and how to study and... It's just been a really beautiful process of mm. sanctification, purification, and refinement. And the beauty of it is that it's ongoing. He's not finished yet. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. There's a word out there, girl. <laughs> He's not finished yet. Oh, so you didn't start out with the King James Version trying to understand all that. No. You sat. Mm-hmm. And he says in his word, be still. And know that I am God. Yeah. And so you got quiet and allowed his voice to become louder in your life. Mm -hmm. Because there's so many voices, y'all. So many voices. From social media to turning on the news, the radio. We listen to what we we want to listen to. Mm -hmm. We're the ones that are choosing what we're doing. We got 24 hours in a day. We're choosing are we choosing to spend time with him? Are we choosing to listen to the lies? Are we choosing to <clears throat> deny the flesh or gratify it? And I'm so proud of you for your journey. It's amazing. Thank and it's you. inspiring. And and the authenticity, that word that I just think of when I think of you, it it shows through your relationship with him. And sometimes it's hard to be honest. It's hard to be yeah. raw. It but that's how you get to, to eat his word and to taste the good fruit. He says, taste and see that I'm good. Mm-hmm. You can't taste and see if you're not oh, literally eating the solid food. That's so, so good. good. <laughs> so, so good. Ugh. So when it comes to being a solid Christ-following disciple of Jesus Christ and not being bottle fed anymore and weaning off the bottle. We need to have good teachers. We do. And solid teachers. And being able to discern that sometimes is hard Mm -hmm. because there's, you know, skinny jeans, fog machines and coffee makers and, (laughs) and all the style and all the things. And this is something like I'm, I got sucked into like, girl, I had the church merch. I still have some in my closet. I get it. But I don't know, over the past year, honestly, I don't know about you, but my eyes have been opened. Like I said, I just dropped everything for God's word. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this is all that really has sustained me at the end of the day. Absolutely. What What does that look like when we're searching for a Sunday morning home? Because God calls us to be into community with like-minded believers. So this is something that the Lord has really convicted me of recently, Um, I was talking to Georgia earlier about this, and there was a time when I was church hopping for about a year. Um, I was so set on seeking an experience rather than going to glorify God. Mm. I wanted to go to hear the contemporary worship. I wanted to go to see the lights. I wanted to have a big screen with the pastor's face on it. And while all those things are good and fun, it's just, 
I was seeking experience and I wasn't seeking out truth, you know? Mm. And from there, the Lord convicted me and basically God was like, Hannah, you need to go home. (laughs) And so I went back to my church home and God has just done so much through that. Um, he's shifted my heart. I think a lot of it was personally me. Mm-hmm. I felt like I wasn't feeling the Holy Spirit move, but really it was me. <laughs> and so through this process of searching, God revealed to me where I was meant to be. And one thing that he plainly laid upon my heart was that one community is not defined by age. My church congregation has a lot of older people. And while that can be challenging, it's so sweet to know that I can still connect with someone one-on-one about our love for Christ, even though they might be 30 years older than me. That's the beauty of being a believer. Yes. And to one seeking out a church home that's comfortable for them, I would just make sure to humble yourself. Make sure you're not seeking an experience. Make sure you're not doing it for you, mm-hmm. but rather you're doing it for God. Yeah, check your heart. Yeah. Yeah, what is the intention of your heart? That's really, really good. And I love that you're finding community with, yes. with older <laughs> saints in the church. I love that because... I was telling Hannah, like, this is where you're headed. Mm -hmm. Like, if we could have that wisdom now in our 20s, 30s, and glean from people that are in their 60s, 70s, 80s that have been around. Like, we think we know all the stuff, but let's be honest, we don't. Like, who are we kidding? Like, they have seen a lot more life than we have. They have. And, (laughs) you know, we can learn from their mistakes. And that's something that we always want to to do is we want to be the ones to say, I've done this. Like, don't do this. Our parents, my parents, you know, they're always saying, we want to do better for you than our parents did for us or than we had. And that's why God gave us his word. He's like, let me tell you about what's going to happen. What's happening. Let me tell you about the, the fall of man. And I've got the answer. Here you go. And through the Holy spirit, he gave us 66 books to say, here you go. Yes. Soak this up. Know it. Imprint it on your heart. Read it. Know it. Eat it. And here's the thing, Hannah. We don't just eat once a week for Mm -mm. 45 minutes. We eat every day. So we got to eat the word of God. Yes. Every day. That's so good. Back to our food analogy. That is so good. (laughs) That's so good. Oh. And so, man, I'm just so encouraged. And finding a church, I think is really neat how when you were trying to leave your church Mm -hmm. because you were seeking out something else, because that's where you wanted to fit in. That's where your heart wanted to go. Mm -hmm. God circled you back and brought you back home. I'm so glad that he did because so much fruit has been produced through that process and it's just a test, a testament that we have to fully lean into and trust God because He works everything for our good, even when we disagree. Right. And, you know, His ways and His thoughts are so much higher than ours that we may not understand in this season or in this lifetime. Yeah. 
But I know, I just can't wait for the day where he's like, this is where I was protecting you. Mm. Or this is where like, man, the angels were here guarding you. And it's just going to be like, I, you were there. You were not a far God. You were close. You were closer than my next breath, God. Like, thank you for sending the Holy Spirit to dwell with us. Yes. And to be our helper. Like, it's amazing. And I love that that's your story because my story is different. God had me at a college church and then he spoke to me my junior year and you know we always say god spoke to me it wasn't like this audible thing Hannah. it wasn't like hello yeah (laughs) just this feeling yeah where it was like this is only my college church i will be going somewhere after and i was kind of sad you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. you make friends you make community and then when he uproots you maybe it's because you know as a flower, you know, your your roots can't grow anymore in that pot. And sometimes you have to be uprooted and go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And that hurts sometimes, but thank goodness this happened swiftly. But now I'm at a new church and I'm loving it. And so wherever God has you, let the spirit lead you. And so you can have that discernment, like you were saying, mm-hmm. that's so good. You that may so end good. up back home <laughs> or you may end up planted somewhere new. That is so good, Georgia. Hannah, this has literally been amazing. This has been so good. Would you come back and hang out with me again? Um, 100% yes. This is so <laughs> fun. We're going to have to follow up with Hannah because I literally love her so much. And so, seriously, from one friend to another, this is someone who I would follow on Instagram. And I do follow as her sister in real life. So I am so grateful for her wisdom, her discernment. I look up to her. Grateful for what the Lord's doing in your life. Thank you for sharing your heart with us today. I've learned a lot. Like, like this is stuff you know that we know. But mm-hmm. then when you talk about it, you get fired up about it even more. I'm so fired up. Me too. Like <laughs> I could just like go run the pews, even though we're in my house and we don't. <laughs> Anyways, I can just. I don't even know. Maybe we can get ice cream or something yeah (laughs) y'all thank you for joining us we love you so much do you have anything else you want to say hannah thank you so much for having me this has been so good i just love you and i hope that this message really just encourages and touches someone because i know that i'm so touched it touched (laughs) me too seriously thank you and i'm so grateful the lord always meets us right where we're at yes So y'all, until we meet again next week, I love you so much. Hannah loves you so much. Love you guys. Seriously, so much. And yeah, make sure you're subscribed on podcasts or on YouTube. We will have new episodes soon. And don't forget that there's a song on your heart only you can sing. Your voice is important. Bye.